Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. been fam what you been up to fam literally i've just been at home doing work trying to like do my own thing like no school right now because of covid mm-hmm. i f- don't f- with the online shit yeah like like no shot like i don't do that yo stuff. honestly right now is the best time to just f- do whatever you want yeah yo no that and that's what i've been doing bro like even on the discord shout mm-hmm. out jumpers jump discord if you're not already tuned in yeah yeah but, dino's live on the discord yeah, <laughs> yo, yo i've just been vibing like i've been doing my own thing like i have my stream set up for that so mm-hmm. like i've been chilling at home whenever i go home i'm just on my computer and shit i'm playing games it's like why not that's good shit bro like, it's literally just one of those things that's good shit because honestly just try whatever you like to do you know what i mean because you never know you you can try something you love and then it just takes off and then that's the thing it's like why limit myself to doing something that's like could have the potential to be something more it's like why not do something the most you can at the time being while all the shit's going on while people are doing this stuff and it's like it's just see where it goes and that's like your true passion like you've been a gamer from time well like yeah no like people who have seen my setup no like i have the original xbox xbox 360 xbox one i've got the switch there and it's like a whole tower kind of deal and that's why i originally started off with like i remember playing halo 2 with my uncle Mm -hmm. just on the original xbox just playing and having fun and there's there's one game that i don't remember anymore and it pisses me off what game what game Man, and that's the thing. I don't know. It was this game where you just run around, you pick up weapons, and it's kind of like a free-for-all or a team deathmatch, and I don't know the name. And I got to try and find... Unreal Tournament? Is that it? Oh, bro, yo, I think you might have just... (laughs) Unreal Tournament, I I think it is. Yeah, yo, bro, what the hell? I didn't think I did that here. I was going to say, I like, I got... Fam, I know all of it. Trust me. I know all of that shit. That's that game went hard, Yeah, it was on OG Xbox, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, that game went hard. I remember me and my brother actually getting heated when we played that shit yeah. like we, we would go and we'd sit down and we'd game and we're like yo you're not killing me like you're not winning this game we'd start like team death matches and we'd have the like five bots on one team five bots on another team and we'd mm. just split up and you, it's like, that's how it is like yeah, especially like, with your siblings and shit it's real beef nah, I got, there's one game there's one game called fusion frenzy oh yo i that love that game, game fam. That i love game. that game i have that right now at home on the xbox 360 and mm. whenever boys come over and stuff we got four controllers already so we just throw that, that that's shit a off. lost gem eh? that's that a lost game, gem actually hits different that is the traditional party game you, you know the, the one the sumo yes, it's like the big balls and you're trying to like poke each other that's out that's the game we always play that's the game people get most upset about because <laughs> it's the most jank too it's most competitive bro 
or even um even that final competition one where you got the fireworks and you got like oh yeah shows, yeah yeah shows, yo if y'all haven't stuff. played fusion frenzy search that shit up it's like one of the best like party games ever it it's on the original xbox you can buy it for 360 on the store i think it's like five bucks so it's not even like that oh much it's, it's on marketplace now yeah, so they Word. have a whole bunch of games from the original Xbox that they moved mm-hmm. over to the 360 marketplace that you can buy and, like, play and shit. Yeah. And I was fucking around one day. I'm like, yo, let me see if Fusion Frenzy's here. Because we yeah. originally were playing that on the OG Xbox, and I found it. I was like, I called my brother, and I'm like, yo, Hayden, look what's on the market. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he looks, and he's like, what the? <laughs> we bought it right away, and we started playing. I found mine at the thrift store. That's see, how I find mine. I got lucky. That That's a lucky game to find, because I feel like that shit just gets thrown out. Yeah. That, that shit ain't a game that's like... Nobody talks know. about it. Yeah, no one knows. Right? Like, that's just a slept-on game. Yo, you have VR, right? Yo, fam, how, how have we still not played, like... I don't know. We, we haven't played together yet. I know, and, and the worst part is I've played it for stream before. Yeah. Those guys, I one game that they all love is Five Nights at Freddy's. Word. VR. And it, that's I, just I, scary, bro. Bro, that's why I don't like playing it. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, but, like, I'm okay with it. I don't actually mind. I played, mm-hmm. like, games before on, like, the computer and stuff. And I used to play on, like, the iPad back when I had yeah. that. But on VR, it hits different, bro. VR, bro, it's sketchy. And I'm, like, screaming and shit. And everyone in chat's just like, I look up to see chat because I pin it to the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, like, flicking at my wrist or something. Mm-hmm. I pin it to the top, so I'll just look up when it's chill. And I just see everyone, like, laughing and doing all the stupid emojis. I'm like, bro, I'm stressing over here. Yeah. You don't know what this is like. like this shit's scary. Yo, we got to play, like, um, what's a, what's a Battle Royale game? No, no, no. We should play uh, Pavlov. Pop- oh, yeah. Or Pavlov. Population. Population 1. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that one, like, it's like a PUBG. Or, or we should try. I don't know if um, there's a Walking Dead game. Yeah, I yeah. I have it, that. I have is that. Is that one too? Like, can you play with other people? I don't think it's multiplayer, though. I think it's only, like, story mode, like, single uh, player. I was going to say, because that shit would be, like, you and me cruising around the streets. That's what I'm VR, saying. Just, be fire. Just killing zombies and, like, doing the, I think there's shit. another one where you can play multiplayer. It's called um Arizona Sunrise or some shit. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know yeah. I've seen about? that one. That one's older, but, like, yo, I'm... So, I need, we need to get some sort of shit because you got Oculus too. So we can yeah, just yeah, link yeah. up on like the Oculus hub and then we can play. That's what I'm there. saying, bro. That's and what I'm saying. I got the Rift. So like I just hook it up to my PC and then call it. Yo, day. Is, is there like, um, you know, how in Ready Player One, they had like the body suits where you can feel shit. Yeah. Do they have that right now or not? Like the haptic feedback shit. Where yeah. You, yeah. So they do. They have consumer stuff that you can buy. Um, A lot of stuff you got to be careful because a lot of it's like commercial use. Mm-hmm. So one thing I was thinking about is I want to find a way to purchase like not even purchase or even design or just get some sort of way to get involved and create a team to build a standing vr platform yeah so you don't need to use the thumbsticks to mm. walk around where you can move around oh and so you can like run of, on a pad yeah, and make it more of like a consumer purchase and a commercial stuff because right now if you go looking for like all that stuff all mm-hmm. of it's just commercial and that's it that's yeah, all they yeah, use yeah. it for they use it for like even right now i see a lot of times where I, i'll look it up and it's like police training fireman mm. training especially in lockdown right now a lot of people have actually switched to using that stuff for actually in school lessons and like training oh and stuff. shit that's dope so you'll find a lot of places and stuff that are high like really high class places that are using that stuff to create simulations of situations they'll be in in Damn. the workplace so there's a lot that's of actual sick. stuff for vr that's going into schooling mm. but that also limits like the consumer products that we can use but there are haptic feedback like shit like you can literally just go out and probably search online and buy like a vest that connects to your headset that's and you feel like gunshots or whatever slap you on the back and shit you'll feel like an arrow going through you that's crazy bro it is and to think how far it's come already Mm -hmm. it's only been like how how long have we seen vr maybe like five years less than probably Probably seriously VR where it's actually consumer ready. Probably even less than that. Yeah, honestly. probably less than that. Because like you didn't see people like three years ago or like 
four years ago, I'd say really owning VR unless they're like content creation type. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Like that was really all I saw it for. And now it's like every other person's like, yo, yeah, I, I want to get VR. And like people are making their purchases. And it's like, the shit's like going. Places. I think, I think maybe the next Oculus. So this is, we're on the Quest 2 right now, right? Yeah, we're on the so Quest So the next one's going to be Quest 3. I think by Quest 3, whether it be like the marketing or whether it be like through social media, because people playing it is becoming way more popular, right? And, yeah, it's becoming like thing. commonplace gaming. And, and that's the thing. It's like, I have one. So like, I have the option to stream that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of those things now, it's where it's like my whole variety of games has opened up where I can be even like just doing, like I could go be flipping burgers and stuff. Yeah. And watch that. It's like, what the, like you do this on a regular game. You're not getting no viewers. It's, yeah, it's right. crazy to think that just switching to a different type of like game can get so many different people interested when you can be doing the simplest stuff. Because mm -hmm. not a lot of people are streaming VR, I feel like. There definitely are people, but there's not there's not like a big variety it, of people it, playing a, that or gaming. It's a lot tougher to stream because you definitely need a better setup. Yeah, yeah. Because I recently bought, like, I, I balled out on a PC because, like, I've been saving for time. I've been working. So it's like, I want to be able to kind of do what I want to do and have a PC for, like, the next, like, seven years or something. Word. And not worry yeah. about it. So, like, I balled out on a PC and it's like, now I have the option to kind of do what I want. I can stream VR. I can play VR with no limitations because before my PC was not good enough to run like the heavy games. Yeah. On VR. That's originally what I really wanted to do. I'm like, yo, I don't want to be limited to anything. Yeah, I want to have facts. a PC that I can just game on and not worry about like any upgrades. I don't want to worry about that shit right now. I just want to play. That, like, what's the point of having a beer if you can't play? That's the thing. That's the thing. But what sucks is technology upgrades so quick it's so fast like then you have to fucking upgrade your shit again i know and that's, i mean that's the thing that's the scary part it's like yeah you're gonna be set if games don't change for the next seven yeah exactly years. But once the games start changing in the next like eight months and they're like oh yeah you need this new graphics card it's like yeah really bro I'm like i just upgraded <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying fam have you seen uh do you watch black mirror or not i've seen episodes because my brother really watches that so i've yeah. seen a few episodes of it so it depends on which one you're talking so about. there's this one episode where these guys play a fighting game okay and they put like a chip on their forehead so it, it becomes like not vr but a simulation like kind of like some matrix shit. Okay, okay. Like um, like sort of online type of okay, shit, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't fuck with that. So, so it gets funny. It gets funny because it starts off a fighting game. He's playing with his boy, and then all of a sudden they start like making out, <laughs> and then they start like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they start having like, like freaking affairs in the game because it's like. So it was oh. a fighting game. It's a fighting game, but they're able to be like a person. Yeah. Like they have a new body, whatever. And then they're, oh. they're faced against someone with their own body too. Oh, yo. So one guy played as a, as like a, a, a Kung Fu guy. And then it was like a shorty. She's oh. like a Kung Fu shorty. And then they were Bro. playing together and all of a sudden they started <laughs> Bro, that shit. Black Mirror always be doing that type That's of shit. That's what I'm saying, bro. bro. They always be like just twisting the boundaries of what you think is going to happen. Like I remember watching one of those episodes where it was like, they trapped this guy in this room. Essentially. I don't know yeah. if you know this one where it's like, they basically put him in this room and then this lockdown house to try and figure out if he murdered someone, but tapping into his memory so that he kind of forgets what he's doing and where he is. And he only knows stories. Word. So he thinks of the separate idea of how he got there. And essentially he's like, Oh yeah, I'm here on work. That's what he thinks. Mm. And his roommate that he's never seen comes out. But what really happened is they trapped him in this fucking like snow globe. Word, like what? they trapped his mind in this snow globe type deal. So he's living inside a snow globe with a house. So it's like his consciousness, his consciousness is in there. His consciousness is in there and he believes he's living in there. Oh, and they shit. can adjust the time and they can 
depending Yo. on how long he lives there and shit for. So he comes out and he starts talking to him. And because this guy thinks he's been in there for like a, like months or mm-hmm. something, he's gone so used to living with this roommate that doesn't come out of his room. So he finally comes out and they start talking. He gets him to like confess all this stuff on like the Whoa. shit he did. Because he's been thinking that he moved to this place for work and he's been living there for time. Yeah. He's finally talking to this roommate, but really it's the detective that's coming in and trying to get all the shit out of them. So it's like a simulation. It's, it's literally like a simulation. It's the same thing as like the fighting game in a sense, but yeah. except he's being forced into this fake reality that they conjured for him inside of this actual inanimate object. Yeah. And like they can choose like what they're changing and just See, that's so, it's shit. so f- when you think about like we could be in a simulation and not have control yeah no and and that's like think about that it's like there's so many times in life where it's like that's some crazy stuff like how did that even happen yeah yeah yeah. it's like i've been some crazy situations like recently i almost had a guy run into me like head-on head-on collision and it was crazy it's almost like like, driving yeah like driving So I'm originally just going to work mm-hmm. and it's a two lane street. So there's only one lane for me, one lane for him. And it was so weird because I'm just driving down. It almost felt fake because I'm driving down and there's this bird that's just sitting and chilling on my side of the road, Word. not moving. Like probably like a foot or two, I'd say into my side. So it's yeah. like I'd have to really move over or slow down a bit. And I'm just like, yo, can this bird move? And then I see the car coming right into oh, shit. Like, I think the car's like at least like four feet into my lane. Mm-hmm. And I was just shocked. I just had to swerve like. I had to swerve so hard over. Luckily, like, I didn't lose control or anything. Like, I was yeah. able to keep that shit tucked. Like, I, I shifted into a lower gear because I drive a manual. So, if anyone who drives a manual knows what it's like to, like, change speeds and stuff, it's yeah. it's tough. So, I, I shift gears. I crank the wheel over and then crank it back. Fuck, wait. Are, did you crash or? No, no, no. No you crash just or nothing. It, yeah. I just missed it. Like, I want you to understand our side mirrors touched. Oh, but no fuck. Like, I heard the side mirrors just bang. And I'm yeah. like, what the happened i drove for another like two minutes and i had to pull over because i was like yeah you're like just, freaked out right? bro like it, like that shit right there the guy was probably going like 70 kilometers damn like if that hit me head on that shit could have killed you it could have been up, bro i don't know what could have happened and i'm i'm over there i'm like this shit could have changed my life mm-hmm. and i don't know how it managed to happen and it's almost like that bird was like a little yeah sign. that's what and, i'm thinking and and that's why it means like what if like that shit affects like the simulation or something or like they want me to see that yeah that like, was like a sign like, for yeah. you to see so that it, it moves you away from it exactly. right exactly it's like or I, prepares you i could have looked at my i could have looked at my console to look at the new song i'm gonna change or yeah 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 this. but because i saw that little bird just chilling on the road and i'm like what the fuck are you doing I, I literally saw the car coming. I'm like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Like, Fuck. this is happening. It was one of those, like, instant reflex things that, like, you won't forget, but you barely remember in the moment. Yeah, see, when it comes to, like, life or death things, those little, like, signs, those little, like, hints at stuff, it really makes you wonder, like, were things planned? Were things, like, set there on purpose, and right? I know, and it's just one of those things. It's like, what is the border to almost, like, reality in a sense where it's almost doesn't feel like stage mm-hmm. like it feels like everything that happens in your life is already set in motion and people say all these things like oh i want to do this with my life i'm going to change yeah. this." it's like if you were meant to change it you are meant to change it you can say what you want mm-hmm. it's it's almost like everyone everything that everyone does is kind of set to follow a certain path and stuff that doesn't happen for a reason doesn't happen for a reason and that's why shit goes the way it does for some people some people go off and be successful and do their own things like mm. their own business and stuff other people won't and that's just because it how it's meant to be whether they have something else in planned or they're just going to live like the regular life i yeah. feel like all this shit's already set on a so you plan. think do you think for sure this is a simulation or do you think what do you think about it i don't think 
it's really tough to like it, it's hard like it's one of those crazy things that like you're not gonna, like yeah you don't really have an answer to like, right you don't like have an answer like, to how that. am i supposed to like no i think you can only find that shit out in death yeah like honestly like i think if once you either pass away what in whatever way that happens we're gonna find out you're gonna find out what mm -hmm. happens and that's almost kind of like one of those things that, like it's almost like everyone's like i saw this crazy thing about like how everyone's connected and shit it's like yeah yeah it's like what if it's just everything is one essentially like everything that happens end up ends up coming right back to you and like everything that changes will affect you as a person until you get put back into this world and then mm -hmm. it affects the next person in a way see it's almost like it's a story right it's like a yeah. story that's supposed to unfold yeah and like all the shit that's supposed to happen there for a reason it's like this greater power idea it's like people who believe in whatever religion that they believe in and they believe in this greater power if you don't then you don't believe in religion if you're yeah but it, it you can't deny that these things happen that can't be explained and mm -hmm. it's one of those things that's like it's crazy to talk about it's like what happens in there's the um there's a tunnel yeah. i believe it's in I, I think it's in china where these random cars appear and it's got this high collision rate and there's cameras set over set up over all over the tunnel Word. and you can just see this truck driving down the tunnel with a bunch of cars and yeah, then yeah all of a sudden this bus appears in front of it out of nowhere get, out of nowhere like you can watch the video and like you don't see the bus coming and it becomes a head-on collision just nowhere pops up it just pops out and that know? shit happens shit. like all the time in that tunnel apparently it's not a like an uncommon occurrence mm -hmm. where this shit just pops up and it's like how do you explain the videos it's yeah like one of those things it's like i don't believe in a sense where like we're all ruled by something or there's something greater above us for the afterlife i more or less like live in the moment i'm like mm -hmm. let me do my thing whatever happens happens i'm gonna keep living my life to the best while i can yeah but when there's proof but when there's proof it's like Yo, like, how do you not know, like, whether it be, like, something from out of this world or yeah. something of a greater power? It's like, is this shit just put in stuff here? Like, It's almost it like a glitch from? in the Matrix, yeah, right? Yeah, that's the type that, of shit. And, and that's the thing. It's like, how does this happen? And it's almost like the computer failed. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, like exactly. Like, like an like, error. What? And it, it makes you think about things. It's like, God. Like, mm -hmm. like it just messes with your head too much Yo, sometimes. Here's the thing. I have, I have kind of, like, a theory for this whole simulation okay. and kind of, like... You know when you're playing a game and it still has to render certain areas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's say you're playing Minecraft, right? And then, like, it's going to render where you are, mm -hmm. like, in the vicinity you're in. Yeah, yeah. But it's not going to render, let's say, like, 50 meters down where you're going to walk toward. Yeah. Because it doesn't have to. You're in this area right now. Mm -hmm. So I always thought about it like this. You know how people always see ghosts, right? But they only see ghosts alone. Have you noticed that? It's, it's never yeah, like yo, there's a lot of people around them when, when they see like, like supernatural shit. It's like whenever, like besides like those videos on like YouTube and stuff where it's like yeah. groups and stuff going in, it's like you only really get true like paranormal stories that seem like really believable when someone's just by themselves. Exactly. So my theory is what if this is a simulation and that's kind of like a rendering issue? because <laughs> look 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 because if there's a lot of people in one area yeah, yeah, yeah. the simulation is going to make sure everything's up everything, to par yeah. everything's working blessed but if you're oh. by yourself let's say you're in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere nobody around you it's not gonna it's gonna be it, lazy it, and it, rendering it, and, and shit. It, it's taking its time yeah like, like that shit that that that's completely plausible because in a sense it's like even in like other games where you have to render shit like sometimes mm. you don't even render the stuff behind you exactly in a single player game they only yeah. know where you're looking so it's like when you hear the shit happening and you turn around mm -hmm. and nothing's there and you're like what what was that it could exactly. be just the game like 
screwing up like event uh, render. Or yeah, because it's like the simulation. Because like all plug-in. all the games we play, it has to render. You know what I mean? So if the, if life is truly a simulation, it would also have to render what we're seeing. Our reality still has to render what it's going. So there's also another thing. There's like this study scientists done right, mm. and they took these particles. And they put it in like a room, like a vacuum. And they studied it. They studied the particles. Because you know how particles are always in motion. They're always yeah, yeah, moving, they right? They don't stop. They don't stop. Whether it's always it vibrating. solid or liquid mm-hmm. or a gas, they're always moving. Even for solids, like they don't stop. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're always moving. So they really studied. They looked at it. And they saw that when everybody was in the room and they were looking at the particles, they were moving, they are moving, they are moving. And then they set like a camera. They set like devices to keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. They left the building. They stopped moving. They only moved when people were around. So what if that's proof of like a simulation, a rendering issue? That's kind of crazy. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, what if we've developed as a civilization so far in advance that mm-hmm. the original simulation that we were supposed to in be in can't compete with our current technology that we're developing yeah. in this situation? So like the videos and the 4k cameras and all these microscopes that can see like even little atoms of a particle, like the simulation never intended for us to see that mm-hmm. stuff. So like when we start really diving deep, what if it's like, yeah, like going, Oh shit. Cause cause like what? Yeah. <laughs> cause our simulation was based in, okay. If there was a simulation, it was definitely in the future. It couldn't have been in the past. Yeah. So their technology is only so advanced, right? Maybe there's a time where we, become more advanced than that that's what you're trying to say right yeah like what if what if all this is based like what if this shit what if we're in a simulation of the past world of the future yeah and they're trying to figure out what they could have done to change stuff that would have happened so like what if they're replaying like world war ii world war one seeing what happens now in the future with covid maybe something happens with covid maybe something happens with america and the drama that was going on with china like who knows maybe they're trying to figure out what could have happened and what could have changed and they're working on like tweaking every little thing and maybe who knows maybe biden didn't get president in their future yeah and the simulation is seeing what would have happened if biden became president like whatever the simulation is this is the the perfect scenario yeah right yeah imagine that or even like even imagine like if this is a perfect situation imagine what happened in their like world where hitler probably was something else maybe maybe the germans won world war ii and it would have been a fascist society exactly or even like uh what's it called like japan germany and all those countries took over the world in a sense. Yeah. And what's happening now is we're so far advanced in the future that there's a simulation running for the rebelling countries oh, to see shit. what's going on and what could have happened and what could have changed if we won and trying to see if we can they mm-hmm. can adapt any sort of formalities or technology yeah. that they can use and against. Okay, let me ask you on. something. Let me ask you something. Yeah, yeah. If we are put into a simulation, you think from the beginning we had a choice whether we can choose what the simulation would be? Or do you think it's preset? I think it'd be preset. Yeah. I don't think there'd be a shot. I don't think that if someone's running a simulation, they want to see... It's more or less when you're doing like a scientific test. You mm-hmm. want to see your specific end results of something that you're expecting to happen. Exactly. So you're not going to let it up to choice or chance because you want like something specific. You want this whole idea of what's going to happen to unravel. Mm-hmm. So if you let it go to chance, you're basically throwing away your research. Your study, yeah. Yeah. So like it's definitely like what they wanted. This is this is how they're gonna do it. This is how they're gonna want it, mm-hmm. and that's how they're gonna figure out 
what exactly they're researching in this simulation, for example. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. And then whatever they find out in this simulation, they're going to use to help the future. Exactly. What if the future is in like fucking apocalypse right now? And then they fuck. They need answers. They need answers. And to find those answers, we got to go back to the past. Exactly. Or even, um, or even they're they're choosing a specific point in time to change the past. Yeah. Who knows how far along? What if they can do time? What they if can do time, time travel, travel, right? Then? So what if they're using the simulation as a way to get into the past to figure out exactly what point in time they need to change to make their world better? Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> That's like, so true. Like imagine because if we like, did have the if we did have the technology to do that, we would do it. We would use it for that for yeah, that exactly. purpose for we, the greater good. We would obviously then there's corrupt people too. Mm -hmm. So what like and that's the thing. What if there's multiple simulations going on and we're just part of one? Oh what yeah. What if there's the corrupt and then what if there's the good mm. and the corrupt are currently using it to try and find a way to screw up the future even more? Yeah. Like say example forty years in the future. There's chemical warfare, mm -hmm. okay? And what they wanted to happen, say for the 1%, the one rich percent, mm -hmm. and they were corrupt as well. And they wanted exactly this to go down. They wanted to kill off this many people or change the civilization. And they didn't get that to happen. So they use their 1% power, essentially, mm. with their funding. And they find a way that they can change it so that it runs exactly as smoothly as they need it to so they can change the past yeah. for how they want it. Because that's what they would do. If everybody had, if they had the power to control everybody, they would make it their perfect future. They would make it their perfect reality, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe the controllers, the game setters yeah. of the simulation are the 1%, are the, the richest in the world, the rich and powerful, putting us into the simulation without us knowing. Oh my God, bro. <laughs> See, because we don't even know, like, take in, they, they don't even know how the universe really started. They, there's theories of the Big Bang. There's theories yeah. of so many different things, but there's no true set origin of how we be, how we came to be, how the universe came to be. Exactly. And that's why, that's why I feel like there's so many different theories on it. Like, you have religions, and you have science, and mm -hmm. then you have all these other in-betweeners that believe in their own kind of like, yeah. set rule. Like, oh, yeah, God does exist, but science is also a factor in how everything developed. So imagine if there's like these theories, because uh, God had essentially like in at least the Christian, I don't know anything about dinosaurs Yeah, in, in that story essentially. Mm -hmm. And we have proof, we have bones, we have fossils, we have all this other stuff. So what if essentially God was not exactly this greater being that controls everything what if it was essentially like an alien coming to here see there's a lot of theories about that to too right because the ancient sumerians they believe that their gods were aliens they were from different planet and then they showed them they evolved them to become who they are today just like in the story of the bible god created adam and eve exactly. right and in ancient sumeria their ancient text it said their gods came here and gave them things to evolve apes into humans today crazy bro it's weird and it's like and now especially i'm pretty sure you guys have talked about like all this ufo stuff and yeah. all this alien stuff that's coming to light and it's like all these different things that are being shown and like videos getting going into better quality we mm -hmm. no longer have this 1994 video of this blurry circles flying through the air like it's getting better it's getting better we have 4k exactly. we have 4k there's 8k cameras out now that yeah. people are using like it's insane all this stuff that's getting into 
better evidence for this whole like concept is just mm-hmm. at one point it's going to break down and it's going to get to the point where it's like either they're real or they're not and the government's going to have to say something yeah i feel like at this point it's getting too much where it's like people are finding stuff out see they're so smart because they're releasing things now where nobody's paying attention right because if they released it at a time where there was nothing in the news everything was kind of dry and then they came out with oh we found ufos everyone's gonna be like yo what the there's yeah, UFOs. Everyone's, everyone's gonna be crazy. Everyone's wilding. Yeah, and, and because there's so much shit going on that affects people's lives, day to, day in and day out, mm-hmm. stuff like that, where it's like, oh wow, that's cool, kind of thing. It's like, does it affect us right now? No, it doesn't it affect change? us right now. Is exactly. it gonna change anything currently? No, is it gonna stop COVID? No. So why talk about it? Mm-hmm. It's just like, of- yeah, it's just like when there's a lot of theories too. When there's like a celebrity death or something in the news where. It could have just been to overshadow something else that was going on in the world. Because yeah. apparently, fuck, this is terrible. But like there were certain celebrity deaths during the start of COVID to cover up kind of the news about this disease in the well, beginning. See, and that's the thing. I got, I have a theory about COVID. Mm-hmm. And this is something I hear from work. I hear from people. And it's always this one thing. It's that COVID's original source, as yeah. people say, is natural selection through evolution. So it's like it started in any sort of animal, whether it be a bat, a pig, a bamboo, mm-hmm. like, like anything. And what happened was, is the original like conspiracy for this is that it was started in a lab. Yeah. Okay? But what it was, is this was during the prime time for America and China's conf- like confrontation when they were really having... Like, like talks art, of war. Yeah. Talks of war. So what they were doing is they're developing a chemical weapon or a biological weapon to release even though it goes against like all rights essentially mm. of war. But they were working on this shit to co- because they were scared of the states. Mm-hmm. Trump's in power. Who wouldn't be scared? So they were trying to figure this shit out. And what happened was it got released into the country, into their own, in China. It got mm. somehow got out. So what they did instead is they used it as a cover-up for a disease. And they actually used the current spread of COVID as a test to what? see how potent mm. and how strong something they created would have been. And I know it's normal for some diseases and stuff to evolve to become immune to like cures and other stuff yeah like yeah, that. yeah immune to vaccines, to vaccines immune to all mm-hmm. this other stuff like there's super bugs in hospitals that that's why there's so many variants now right and and that's the thing it's like people are trying to test this stuff and it's like how is it evolving this fast because mm. like, i believe another disease that's evolved this fast in a span of time where it's become with different variants within a year 100 percent. this shit is man-made like, it's, it's not even a question no like this this can't be made through natural selection this fast yeah and change this fast and already. mutate just like that exactly it's almost like someone's playing plague inc mm-hmm. like you remember that game yeah, on the, yeah phone? The, 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 the iphone tap, game they're just tapping away they're like oh they're finding out yeah. shit. let's evolve it and what if it's a simulation oh shit <laughs> It's a simulation about like disease and shit. Exactly. What if we're in a world where it's like a simulation on disease and that's Mm. like, whoa, relax. Yo, so going back to your theory, how like China was going to use it as a weapon, right? I have another theory. It's kind of similar to that. I personally believe China made this disease for their own population because they're overpopulated. Because if you know, in China, they they have a lot of strict rules about their population. They can't have over, I think they're only allowed to have one child I, I think it's or like, no more than three, something like that. I think it's, I know they have rules about like having a child and I'm pretty sure right now they have rules against having um, daughters as well. I'm pretty sure. I just mm-hmm. want to saw something about that because they really don't want the more population people, yeah, growing. Because it's, it's overpopulated now. They have the largest population in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
looking at it from a different perspective, they would want if they would want to lower their, their population without looking unethical through like genocide. Because mm-hmm. in the past, you can see other countries that what they've done through genocide, bro. Through it, fucking, it's very unethical shit, and COVID is very unethical. If, we, if it was created to actually decrease the population, mm-hmm. that's hundred percent un. That's yeah. Yeah, that 100% that's fucked up. And, like, they would not get away with that. But currently, you look at China now, and they're already getting away with shit. Like, the concentration camps. Yeah, bro. It's it's messed up. I'm over here thinking to myself, like, I've seen that shit all the time. It's like, how can you get away with that when we've already had concentration camps happen before in a past world war? Yo, you know what's crazy? Their concentration camps already surpassed the amount of deaths in World War II during the Holocaust. It surpassed that already. And, and, like, and it's still going on today. That's what's crazy. It, I don't understand how people like how China itself can get away with that. I know Canada recently declared like it's inhumane or whatever. Mm. Like, like Trudeau officially announced that. And I know like that's a good start. But it's like, why is no one doing anything? Like, you know why, bro? You know that. why? Why? Because we can't go to war right now. We can't. If we go to war right now, we might lose. Honestly. I mean, like I. Because look who's look who's allied with with China, Russia. You know what I mean? And look at the states right now. Like, they're not... Yeah, I mean, they have they, the best military they, in the world, but... They definitely are, like, powerful, but it's like... they got, We're not in the state to do that right we, now. They got more COVID cases than... Exactly. Like ...any other country, essentially, and it's bad. Um, But one thing I did want to talk about with COVID, about your theory, I want to rebuttal something with that. Mm-hmm. It's like, if their original goal was to kill off people, like, essentially, like, create this fake genocide i guess for their government yeah how did they get their stuff sorted out so fast in comparison to other countries in a sense like they originally started i get that and they've had it for a lot longer but like they mm. got their stuff under locks that's what i'm like, saying they were clubbing bro. and they were partying so like what if the government already knows like kind of the cure for this stuff it's and not it- they knew the cure they prepared i feel like they knew because if it, if they made it they already had the plans how to how to stop it. They had yeah. the plans how to keep it under wraps, keep it under control. And if they're going to let it out, they're like, okay, let's let it out, but get ready for plan A. Y'all ready for plan A? All right, let's drop this shit. You know what I mean? No, yeah, and, and that's fair. It's like, what are they holding out on us for? Because obviously, they've been doing their research for this mm-hmm. uh, disease for a very long time in comparison to us. What, they had it in like the summer? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The summer of... It was in 2019. 2019. Yeah. So they had it in the summer of 2019 and mm-hmm. they had it way before any of us. We started getting it. I even told my, I told my Dukes right in November when I saw more of this shit coming up, I'm like, we better close the fuck. Like we close the borders. This stuff's going to be bad. Yeah. Like China's, China's usually a city that can get their like diseases and stuff under wrap. They have a big population. They need mm-hmm. to, they have an app outbreak. They need to sort that stuff out. So they definitely know what they're doing in terms of medical, but like they need, if they're struggling to keep this stuff under wraps, like mm. it's going to be bad. And we, as Canada, we generally get a lot of people coming into our country from other countries. See, it could have been handled so much better. Yeah, I know. In COVID here in Canada, it's been handled. It's been terror. handled so shit. It's been bad. So shit. Because like, it's like too little too late. If we did all of this, this like restrictions back in the day, like way back then when it was first popping off. We would have been in such a better economic health compared to now. What we should be doing is if they want to go into lockdown, they need to lock down. Mm. Not None of these half-ass like rules and stuff. Like Just lock down properly for however long you need to or four weeks or whatever. Are the borders just, open right now? I don't think so. But even like our stores and like just walking around, it's almost like what happened with Italy. Remember when Italy was popping off and they were getting cases and they had mm. a big population of elderly there? So a lot yeah. of people were in 
threats with COVID, they locked down everything in Italy. Mm. Like they completely shut down stores. They didn't let people walk out of their houses. They had a full lockdown, and then they went back to normal after four weeks. See, but the problem with four weeks of yeah. hell, but like they got their stuff sorted. But the problem with us, though, we've tried and done that. And then they let it they let it go too early. So and then it's like, all right, we're locking you down. All right, here's some freedom. Let me lock you down again. Here's some freedom again. Lock you down. Now we're fucking tired. We can't handle that shit. No, and yeah, and everybody's getting depressed. Everybody's getting like one, crazy. One you know thing. what I mean? My dad brought this up. Yeah, he was talking about it. He was talking to one of his friends on the phone, and he's like, Canada or Ontario as its whole cannot deal with another lockdown. He's like, there are probably going to be more deaths from suicide due to this lockdown 100%. than there will be from COVID at this yeah. point because people are no longer able to even express themselves like daily. Everyone's reliant on social media and mm-hmm. going for their nature walks or just going through doing stuff, but they can't see their friends. They can't socialize. They can't do anything like that. There's no human interaction anymore. Exactly. We're losing the sense, the, the sense of like soul to soul communication i mean that's one thing i'm happy for i've been working throughout this whole pandemic in store yeah like i have never gone a week or or two or three weeks without going to work or without human interaction Mm. i'm always forced that's important and and, and that's the thing it's like i at the same time work's annoying don't get me wrong yeah but it's also great to still have that social interaction i know so Mm. many people don't and are going crazy because they like can't get it like yeah the amount of people that i've dealt with and customers and stuff at work that have basically like lost their minds or like their fuse is this big. Mm. You say we don't have something, their fuse is gone. Yeah. <laughs> like it's that simple. It's that easy to tick someone off right now. And I feel like it's just a result of all, it's all this. That's everybody's all on edge, right? Everybody's on Every, edge. Everyone's tired. Nobody's they're easy sca- right now. They're scared of their businesses going out. They're mm-hmm. scared of not being as successful anymore. They're scared of losing maybe even their house like or their cars yeah. or they got bills to pay and they can't do that so everyone that's currently going around is like yes we got stuff that we need to do no we can't do it because we can't go on lockdown i know bro like, like and that's what it is it's just that we can't go on a proper lockdown to reduce cases and we can't have restricted rules because no one will listen to them anyway at this yeah. point but i mean it, it is getting better though because i got vaccinated my, I, my I, whole family yeah you're vaccinated yeah, too so well, there's that going for us like yeah we are rolling out a little bit better, but I think it's that that's because we're in a good area for. Yeah, we are in a good area because we're, we're in the hot spot. We're right? lucky. So that, and that's one of the things it's like I'm grateful for because like my girlfriend hasn't been vaccinated yet. Mm. So like she's been out there. She's been dealing with her thing and she hasn't got vaccinated. I know a lot of other friends that are just barely outside the hotspots that can't get vaccinated. Yeah. And it's like they're still waiting. And, and they got to wait in that that long ass line. Because remember Charon, he had to wait like 10 hours yeah, yo, Charon, in a line. When I heard that from Charon, I'm like, you're That's telling me. so f- I'm like, did you bring like a portable charger? Did you bring lawn chairs? Yeah. Like, you better have brought stuff. Or at least like even bring your car into the line and use your car as mm. like a person. <laughs> because like that's insane. Like that's worse than going to like an airport at that point. Because the Toronto airport is kind of. Oh, yeah. Airport's bad. Especially when you get like a delay or something like the airport's mm. bad. But like it's it's insane. It's like, how are we that bad? How, how are we that bad that we have to basically get our people to get vaccinated by waiting in a 10 hour line? But that's all we can do. You know what I mean? Like we have to do what we can. And shit, if people are going to wait in line like 10 hours for sneakers, might as well do it for the vaccine too. Feel me? <laughs> I remember. I remember it was the worst decision me and Sharon made. Yeah. Because um, this was back when I was in sneakers. You guys like, lined up for a, we, for a well, pair? No, I, I didn't even line up for a pair. So what originally happened is I really liked the um, All-Star 6s that came out, the green mm. and black ones. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really fucked with them. I'm like, 
I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. Because this is back when I really didn't know too, too much about sneaker drops. Like, back when I liked shoes, but I wasn't... I was just starting to get into it. Yeah. So, I didn't know too much about the drops and, like, how it works and stuff. And, like, GRs and all this other stuff. Mm. I just like shoes. So, I went to go get them. That was, like, everybody back in the day. We didn't know too much. Yeah. yeah. So, I went to the mall at six in the morning to go get shoes that there wasn't even a lineup for man so we we went to the mall and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna get these and then looking back at i'm like i'm an idiot you could have just walked in at nine i went to the mall so early in the morning to get basically grs at that point because i don't know if i don't even know to say if they were grs i'm pretty sure they were but i went to go get grs at six in the morning because i'm an idiot and like just didn't do my research then. and Sharon didn't know either. Yeah. Sharon's yeah. just like, yeah, yo, I'll come. <laughs> We're just See, there. cause cause the sneaker game is way different now than it was before. Now it's, it's like, like everybody has information on like releases bef- way before they happen. Yeah. They have like prediction of resale prices, how well they're gonna do in yeah. the market, how many pairs they have and shit, you know? We didn't have that back in the no, day. No, no, we didn't. And like you get the odd Instagram account that might tell you, Oh, they're dropping this date and they're gonna have this stuff, and then you get the confirmation like two days before. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, oh, we're coming out with these. And it's like, okay, so I found something reliable, but it's not giving me the exact information. Mm-hmm. Kind of now, now I'm a little out to date with the sneaker stuff. I still fuck with shoes heavy. I still love shoes, but it's just one of those things where I've kind of like stopped buying. Yeah, me too. Point. Me too. It, it's like I got. I, I have got my like, fill of it, you know? I have like my 20 pairs of sneakers at home that I like. Yeah. And I'm good with that. And that's a large. <laughs> that's a yeah, big yeah. number. <laughs> 20 pairs isn't like some little amount. Like I just. I have, like, I have my NMDs, my Ultra Boost, like, those two back in, like, what? When, in, like, 2016? 2016? That shit was crazy. Everybody I, was after that. Everyone was after those. And I had I got these 2.0 Ultra Boost, and I had these, uh, the Japan all-white NMDs. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's got the Japan ring where the boost is and stuff. And... It, or Japan, Japanese writing. Yeah. <laughs> but and I have those, and I've got all my Jordans, I've got my Nikes, I've got all this other stuff. And it's like I don't really, I can appreciate stuff. I don't yeah. need that stuff no more. Like mm. I feel like I got everything I need. Maybe the only thing I'll get probably is Quartzsite Purple One. Where like the OGs. those are fire. Those are fire. That, those yeah. those ones I fuck with. But like I gotta get some of them. Yo, I like, feel like that's it. right now the sneaker game is so it's almost like dying and almost dead at the same time because it's, of just reselling. It's whack. Like because it, you can't get anything so you want stupid. anymore. You no, can't get anything. Man. And I remember back then, it's like back in like 2017, you go, you wait for a line, you yeah. go there, you get it. Now I feel like the only spot you can get good shoes is like sneaker con and getting a bot. Yeah, exactly. Like if, if you don't con, have a bot, you you're blood. not going to win online. You're not. Sne- sneaker sneaker con um, in Toronto, like you go, I remember I've gone two years now. The first time I went, I... I only cop like really clothes. So I got like a Supreme sweater. I got this other stuff. Yeah. And then the second one, I ended up getting my Raptor 4s. I was fucking with and I was like, this is great. I don't got to worry about no online reselling. You have to line up for shit. I get to see the shoe. I get to do all this. The only problem is you got to make sure you go in the morning for sneaker con. Mm -hmm. Because if you go late, all the nice deals are sold. Oh, true. That's the only thing. But like, at the end, if you're going to sneaker con, make a day out of it. Yeah, exactly. You're you're downtown anyway. Have fun. Have fun with it. See, I wish I never been to a sneaker con. Take that in. Even though I'm the biggest well, sneaker, I never been to sneaker. Were you not with me, BG? Eric. Nah, because I had work that day, bro. Oh, yeah. So I never got to go to sneaker con, but I was always working like you know I was working at Jordan and yeah, shit. Yeah, no, back. So then, I got like, whatever kicks I really wanted, yeah. and if I really wanted a pair, I would drop the bands for it, you know, which no, isn't the best, but like it, shit, it's, it's not the best like thing to do in the world. But like, hey, like I've gone to the point where like I save money if I want something. I just go buy it. Yeah, facts. Like, I've been saving for so long and like just not spending money. It's gone to the point where like if I really want something and it's something I'm going to use and it's going to be essentially like smart to buy, mm-hmm. I can just go buy it at this point. Yeah. It's like I, I've been working. See, and I feel like 
a lot of people they take that mentality with sneakers and then they use it for like nfts now Jeez, you like, know what nfts are no wait inform me inform me inform me oh shit you're gonna hop on this bro i can see you hopping on okay, this okay, okay. so nfts is non-fungible tokens so it's pretty much like online art online collectibles do you know what um oh okay so nba top like, shot have you heard of that i'm pretty sure yeah yeah, yeah. i've I seen that sh like that stuff on instagram yeah so it's it's like online video clips of nba highlights mm. and then it's like a pack opening so you open a pack you get certain cards in it right oh. and some of them go for like fifty thousand dollars twenty thousand dollars sixty thousand dollars hundred thousand dollars and people make their own nfts too so you would have like smaller artists even bigger artists they come out with their own nfts they'll sell like a collection of let's say different characters right mm -hmm. their own art characters and they'll sell for almost like so like they basically just make this art they patent it they copyright it so no one else can do it and then they sell it in this pack, yeah so it, it's like buying a one of one it's like having a mona lisa on digital that's kind of crazy and it's blowing up right now like a lot of people are talking about a lot of people are getting into that market of okay i think the future is gonna be online so I'm a vet invest yeah, so, in so online. Why, yeah. So why not get shit for the online for something that's going to like evolve into the future? Like who knows? Maybe you can go onto like art pages online in the next few years yeah. and just like browse all this other stuff and see like what if they have a page in the future where it's literally just graphic designers and they post their work and you that's can what it is. Them that's exactly from, what so it then is. There it goes. Yeah. And then going looking back at uh VR, imagine we hit like VR world. And everything you have is an NFT. Like having this Zen Garden right here is an NFT. That would be that shit would sell for like, like however thousand like, dollars. Like in the house stuff, like you're talking about, and like the Oculus Home. Even, yeah, like exactly. You can set your stuff up in there, and it'd be like limited or like exclusive, mm -hmm. and you can get your own shit that you can set up in like your Oculus Home that makes it your own and adds value. Yeah, because that's a flight. You watch Ready Player One, right? Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like that. So everything you own is an it's, NFT, or yeah, it's like yeah. digital, kind of like um, kind of like a DLC in Fortnite type yeah, shit. Yeah, and it's like everything you get now is has this value on it in mm -hmm. that world. Essentially, it's like if you get, I don't even know, like get this painting or get this type of uh, basketball setup going yeah. on, even in your VR home. It's like this stuff all has different values to mm -hmm. it. So you can essentially create a collection or even create like some sort of living off trying exactly. to like resell and sell this stuff back to people. That's it's what like, a lot of people are getting into now because the first pioneers into like this market, they're going to do really well later mm -hmm. on if it becomes this such a mainstream thing, right? Yeah. Because the emergence of like all these cryptocurrencies, look at like Dogecoin. Well, Dogecoin's been out yeah. there for a long time, yeah. but people are really on it right now. Like yeah, a lot no. of people are getting into cryptocurrency, whether it be like Ethereum, Bitcoin, whatever. Everybody's getting into crypto. How do you spend crypto? Online. You exactly. spend it online. Now, what are you going to buy online? Sure, you can buy like items and shit, but let's say the world moves into digital. Let's say life becomes simulationed. And then we go into this new world where everything we buy is through crypto, through like digital currency. That's where it's going to hold value the most. Yeah, yo, like it's even like um one of the one of the best movies, Wally even. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wally where he gets onto the ship and everyone's essentially in this own like vr simulated oh, yeah, they're, yeah. They're in their chairs chilling just looking around at their monitors mm -hmm. not realizing what's even going on, on around them because they've become so accustomed to that lifestyle and the currency they have they're all spent it online everything gets given to them and the only thing they need to worry about is food yeah even the games they were playing like you can watch 
go back and you'll see like even they're they're playing virtual golf. Yeah. Like they got the screen on and they and they do their stuff and they're tapping on their like little tablet or whatever and they're playing golf right in front of them through the screen. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like one of those things. It's like, what if we ever get to a point like that? Like what if real sports becomes relevant? And it's scary to think about because I would never want a world like that. But here's the thing, right? Because as the world gets crazier, as like things come out like COVID, you know what I mean? Because there's talks of a new variant that might even be worse than COVID. We don't know the future of mankind. We don't know the future of like natural disasters, things that can happen to our societies, our our civilization, like the ending of our civilization. We don't know what can happen. So we might end up moving to a new world through like assimilation. We'll look toward like a new world where things we can control Hmm. and we can control the simulation where we make like the world we want to live in. We make like houses we want to live in. We make the sports we want to play. You know what I mean? We can, we can really transfer everything we we do in real life onto a game in the future. Eventually I can see that. I I could definitely see that where it's like, they almost create like, like an RPG out of your story. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you go into this game and you go and it's basically your stuff and you do what you want and it's a simulation of your life and you can live your own thing. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's going to be limitations to it because you have to have that human rights kind of mindset. People can't go, like, driving their car into, like, some yeah, yeah. that they don't <laughs> like. So there's obviously going to be limitations. Can't be, like, GTA shit. Yeah. But, like, what if it comes to the point where it's, like, my character's already progressed to, like, a billionaire or something. And then you don't want to go back. You don't want to go back. It's crazy. It's And it's crazy to think about. Or even what if it becomes, like, a show-off mechanic. It's, like, mm. a flex at that point. It's, like, oh, yeah, my, my character is now, like, worth, like, two mil on, uh, what's it called? On the marketplace mm-hmm. for online. And it's, like, what do you do? Like, what what could you do with that? See, that and then like, as we see, like, let's say the world becomes overpopulated. Or the world becomes so destroyed we don't want to live in it. Mm-hmm. If we move on to that other world, it's not going to be too, like, crazy to think, oh, let me sell all of my belongings in this world and let me use the currency in that world. Okay, so so what if this, speaking of simulations, what if they're able to, so you know how scientists are able to get research on planets we can't even go to, like, yeah, yeah, no yeah. idea. What if we're getting to the point where we're able to get enough information and pull off a planet? for data-wise, mm. to create a simulation for someone to live on that planet or try and experience and build kind of the starting world, mm. the starting area for the next civilization to go there so that when someone gets there, they already have the plan. They already know exactly yeah, what yeah, to do yeah. because they already mapped out that area. They know exactly where they're landing. They already created the simulation on how to build everything because they have enough information to gather. Mm-hmm. It's like, who knows how much info they can get with like the Mars rover and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. what if they're able to basically pull out the whole structural integrity of an area and the resources and the land? So what if they only really need to basically just fly there and they already did their research mm-hmm. and they can already just set up everything? It's almost like a, a copy yeah, like make like they, a make a they, they copy. Make a, they make a full copy through the simulation that they're doing here, and then we can the info study they it. Get yeah, from the rover, and they can just study it and do what they need to, and Yo. practice these situations and build in the world, or maybe even get like weather scenarios down there. Mm-hmm. Like, what if they can find out, like, oh yeah, it rains, or it snows, or it gets freezing temperatures in this area because of this reason, or they have this ocean or this lake that yeah. has this gas that's toxic, and they know that because of the able like what they're able to find out through like even simulations at that point mm-hmm. because of the natural resources on that planet. See, cause we don't know the future of like simulations yet. Cause if we look at it, we've been simulating things from the eighties. Yeah. We've been making simulations of video games, things that we want to do in real life, but we can't at the time. And so it's only a matter of time till we get there. It's not even like a question of, will we get there? We will get yeah, there. No, 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 it's just 100%. a matter of time. And I think that's something that people don't realize. It's like, 
almost everything you're doing on the computer gets simulated. And mm. I think that's what people like take for granted. It's like when you make a Minecraft world, it simulates that Minecraft world, for example. Like it's not just something yeah. that is already preset. Like it builds everything for you and simulates it. Like people will be doing like simulations are a regular occurrence. And I don't think even people realize that. Like mm -hmm. the technology is there. It's just to what degree can we use it? And like exactly. who knows what the CIA and stuff like get into? Like who knows what they're able to do with this technology? Yeah. Only they know how far along everything is. That's we, the thing, we know right? Nothing. Like we think we know stuff. We see stuff on. You get people that come into my work and they go on. Oh, I found this on Wikipedia. It's like mm -hmm. that, that's what you're using as your research. I can't yeah. even submit this as a paper for class, and you're using this as ah. actual research. <laughs> it's like there's so much stuff that we don't know. And there's only so many um, real sources we can use to get this mm -hmm. info. It's like, what, like, how much stuff do they have? Like, Yo, Elon Musk thinks it's a 50-50% chance we're in a simulation or not. And if it ever comes to the point where we can create a simulation, it will prove that we are in one already. So if we can create a simulation, we may already be in one. And if we are already in one, there could be multiple. There could be hundreds. There could be thousands, billions and we don't know what is true base reality anymore. Exactly. I actually, you just brought up a really good story for me that I was going to bring up. I have this story from when I was a kid. So mm -hmm. you know deja vu, like everyone experiences deja vu. That stuff just happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're walking around, you with your you with your buddy, someone kicks a basketball at you, you catch it, you go, I've whoa, been. I've, I've felt like, that whoa, all before. I've done this before. Mm -hmm. I've actually had a really weird experience with deja vu, especially when I was a kid. I don't get that stuff really no more. I'll still mm -hmm. have experiences where like, whoa, I've done this before. Yeah, 80% of people actually experienced deja vu when they were younger, like so, around 8 to 10. And this is what I wanted to bring up. I feel like there's something about the brain when you're a child that works different. So what mm. happened was I was at my cottage. I was with my neighbor. You know Joe? Yeah, Joe? yeah. I was with him. And we have caught we had cottages right beside each other. So what would happen is I'd go over to his place, we play GameCube. Mm -hmm. Um and we just chill out and then we go on the boat or we go fishing, we do something like that. Yeah. And that night before I had this weird dream where we were playing Luigi's Mansion, which is a game we normally play. Oh, but yeah, I was seeing stuff game. I've never seen before. And mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know what this is. So I woke up, I didn't think much of it. I was a kid. I was like, it's just a funny dream. Go over to his place. I've never been it before. It was the final boss I was seeing. And mm -hmm. I saw exactly how to beat it. And what to do. And I saw us winning the game. Before and it happened? Before it happened. The Yo. night before. And I was tweaking because it was King Boo, essentially. And you're on the top of the roof yeah. for Luigi's Mansion. And the reason why I remember this so well, even to the day, is because I saw it twice, bro. I swear to God. Yo. <laughs> and, like, what you had to do is you had to get, like, bombs and stuff. Or you had to suck something up at this yeah, point. Yeah. Shoot it back at him. Find him again. And then, basically, suck him up with Luigi's vacuum. And then beat him through that. Mm -hmm. And... I still remember it so well because I only realized it like a little while ago. Like recently, I'm like, that happened twice. And it's like, I still remember like- That's why you were able to, to beat it because you remembered it. And, and and that's the thing. It was so easy to like, I understood what was happening. I'm like, I've never been here before. Mm. Like we played that stuff together. Yeah. So like we were doing our own like campaign kind of story. So I don't, I'd never been that far. He had never been that You would have never seen that. And I knew what it was. And I was like, this is way back. This is like when I was like- 11 or something so i didn't know what youtube was mm -hmm. i didn't have like an ipod or something i could really just go on youtube and search luigi's mansion and if i did i was probably just looking at the random what to watch videos yeah, yeah. i didn't know how to search up stuff specifically and that was really the only th like that was the only time i would have seen it and it's still creepy to this day because i don't know how i knew that stuff yeah bro and it's trippy it's almost like because you you've seen all these videos of like these kids that do like insane things like yeah. they fall down the stairs they roll down the stairs they don't even get hurt they laugh it off mm -hmm. and stuff or you see this kid that instantly knows 
who's who behind like the mask or something or like and tell his parents out like no problem whereas now some people might do that like with identical people and they they'll have a hard time but the kids know and it's one of those weird things it's almost like what if kids creativity have a has an effect on their brain power in a sense but not their brain abilities so like Mm. pathways are open but pathways are also blocked because they're so young, so they don't have full access. But when you develop and you grow older, those pathways that you had for your creativity and all this brain power gets locked back up again. It kind of like and, dries yeah, up. Yeah, and, and it, it closes. Yeah. And that's why kids are able to experience and do all these crazy things. Or even like the kids mm-hmm. that see like ghosts. Yeah. Like those kids that talk to ghosts and are able to see this stuff. And it's like, what the? Exactly. Bro. And it's like, what if these pathways that are open as a kid just slowly close because look if you take like let's say a toddler or a child and you put him in a body let's say my my body yeah if you put his brain in my body you're gonna think i'm crazy because just the way he reacts yeah and even the way he moves the way he moves yeah yeah, the way he like reacts to certain colors the Mm -hmm. way he's thinking right now when you're a kid they say when you're a kid your brain is almost like it's clay yeah it's very moldable you can move into different shapes and size or whatever and as you get older, it kind of dries up, kind of gets more solid. It's harder to, it's harder to move yeah. around. Just like the the it saying where uh, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but you can teach a young dog so many tricks, mm-hmm. right? It's the same thing, right? When you're younger, you're you're so exposed to all of these different things. Every everything is so magical, everything's so creative. But when you get older, people tell you what things are yeah. supposed to be, and it's that it's that forming of what society is and how you're supposed to act and how you're supposed to be exactly that closes all those paths it closes it down because they, they they force you exactly they force you like you can't do this you have to do this so then we grow up saying okay i know that's that's bad i shouldn't be mm-hmm. doing this but what if there's certain things that they close off that could uh, help to see things differently and like and there it goes it goes back to like that brain power stuff that like mm-hmm. gets talked about every once in a while it's like oh people are only using like five percent of their brain or something yeah five percent of their true power what if as kids and if that's true like what if as kids we have full access to our powers and that's why they're able to do things or see things or act in ways that would seem weird to us but that's just because they see things differently because of their brain power Mm -hmm. and if we essentially let them develop into with just guidance i wouldn't even say like true teaching them society let them learn yeah let them develop don't teach them like oh this is bad this is bad because and essentially it I, kills I just, their creativity I, right i got a puppy like, yeah just recently i got a little great dane so like he exploring he doing his own thing he mm-hmm. teething a lot he goes for feet it's annoying but he's like learning how to do things and he's already kind of coming accustomed like he but one thing he was doing is he was buying these presents that we had for my dad for his 50th and he kept mm-hmm. on trying to get into them and we just tell him no and after a few times you already realize like that's not where I'm supposed to be. I'm yeah. gonna try and get over there, and then once they tell me no, he turns around and like looks at us and like tries being like a little <laughs> suck or whatever. And it's like no, you know you're not supposed to be there. And it's like he's learning already. We've had him for two days, mm. and he's already become accustomed to like what he shouldn't be doing. He knows already. Yeah, and, and it's insane to see how fast he learns because this is the brain of this is an animal we're it's talking a dog about. yeah this isn't a human dogs are insanely smart don't get me wrong but like we're humans like mm-hmm. we've done all this crazy things that a dog couldn't imagine to do essentially so imagine what the brain of a child really could unlock yeah and what we're limiting by forcing him into the mold of society but that's it, it's hard because like even curriculum like like look at a schooling curriculum we all kind of learn the same things right yeah and i feel like 
in order for somebody, an individual to flourish, it has to be, it has to be a curriculum molded to their exact specs or their exact like yeah. interests, their skills, their way of learning. Because some people weren't learn better physically. Some people learn better analytically, right? Mm. And that's why you see like in high school, a lot of people fail at certain things, but they excel in other things. Like let's say, let's say hands-on the trades people, mm. they learn hands-on, but then you have someone that's really good at, at math. They learn in the books. They're so smart in the books. Mm. And then you have someone more, more kind of where they're, they learn through talking, they learn through intrapersonal skills. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's the thing. I feel like a lot of this stuff weren't talking about more now which is a good thing yeah i find a lot more people are learning that they do learn physically and a lot more teachers are understanding of that but it was one of those things it's like you go back 10 years no one was really no one cared about that stuff i think it's more of how our generation is kind of developing more as individuals rather mm -hmm. than like they want their own power they want their own say not all of it's good because again some, our generation's kind of screwed up in some cases yeah facts. like some we think we have way too much power than we should a lot of the time mm -hmm. but a lot of what the stuff we're doing is good, like becoming your own person, learning properly, um, acknowledging who you are and all that other stuff. It's great. But if we go back, like this wasn't a thing. Like mm. teachers didn't care. No one cared about how you learned. This is how you learn. This is how it is set. You learn like this and that's what you were taught. Yeah. So if you didn't learn like that, no one really cared why you didn't learn like that. That's just how you're going to go through. If you fail, you fail. You go get a burger flipping job. Mm -hmm. That's what they'd say. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's nice to see that we're finally coming back full circle because the curriculum has been like this for ever since. And I feel like around. even just society is, is more accepting of even entrepreneurship, like with what I'm doing. Because I, I wasn't the best at math, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't the best at school, but I found ways I can be successful and that's what I took and that's what I ran with. Because I know I can make videos. I know I can. I'm better at like talking in conversation yeah, yeah. and I'm going to run with it. I'm not going to do something I'm bad at and fail at. Sure, I'll try my best. I'll try my best. But at the end of the day, if it's not something I want to do, I'm not going to succeed in it. Yeah. And I'm not going to want to succeed in it. Exactly. And it's it's one of those things that like it's all we go. It always goes under the radar, especially back like back in the 2000s. It's like people were more concerned about getting a good job. Yeah, get a good job that pays well. Mm -hmm. And that's what you should be doing. Now it's kind of adapted to this point where it's like everyone's like, I want to do something I love and I want to be this and that and I want to do this. Even as like kids now, they're getting more crazy. I remember I was a kid. I was like, I wanted to be like a paleontologist mm, or like a doctor. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Something that you see, and it's now it's all these kids like are like. I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be like I an be a YouTuber and influencer and all this. And it's like I could never see a day like this. I just remember mm. reading my books, liking dinosaurs, liking sports, and all this mm. other stuff when I was a kid. And it sounds like everyone has is such big of an impact on people. Yeah. And I feel like it's almost scary to the point where it's like the new generations, this is what they're going to see. Mm -hmm. Like, who knows? Maybe right now we got like some younger kids that are getting influenced by what yeah, we're Yeah, they get here. inspired because we don't really take in. A lot of people get inspired by people we look up to. People we see on TV, people we see on YouTube. It actually has more of an effect than we think just because it's seen. I mean, yeah. kids aren't watching TV anymore. We were inspired by it. By cartoons, yeah, you're we, inspired we, by television characters. Exactly. But these kids nowadays, they're on YouTube. They're not watching TV. They're they're looking up to their favorite YouTubers, their favorite influencers. That's one of the reasons why I feel like like the dream job, like becoming an athlete yeah. and all that stuff. That's what, I feel like that's toned down a bit because everyone's on YouTube. Like sports are sports are still being watched. And don't get me wrong, I, yeah, I still yeah. love sports and stuff. I don't tune in as often as I should anymore, but I'm still watching sports. I still keep up to date. But I feel like because everyone's switching over to like watching YouTube or watching this new series that they're mm -hmm. on because everything's so much more accessible, I feel like that athlete position is only there 
at this point for people who actually feel like they're gifted in it now. Yeah, yeah. It's more or less for people who are already good at that set sport and they're watching it because they're already doing mm-hmm. it as a normal thing. It depends on how they're brought up too, right? Because if they're brought up in a very soccer family, they're always going to think soccer. Yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah. live and breathe soccer. Mm-hmm. So when they're older, that's how they're influenced to go down that path. Now, if you take someone where it's like they're very, they're into drama, they're into movies, right? Yeah. They're more inclined to be an actor, an actress. They're more inclined to be a director, which is amazing. It just really takes the, I feel like it's really up to the parents. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's really up to their guardians that tell them right from wrong or kind of influence them where oh you maybe you should do this maybe you should do that instead because it, it really it's kind of the make or break of whether your kid's gonna follow their dreams or not no and i definitely feel like that's a thing because i know in my in my household don't get me wrong like my family's like my family's great but we, they never really had anything to push me for mm. like i watched sports i did this i did that but i never really had one thing where it was like i was always on like i was a kid i played i played soccer i played hockey i snow like i've done all these different types of sports and i've been interested in all these different th- type of things because they've always kept me open yeah they've never like hey this is what we want you to kind of watch and that's yeah, it yeah. it's always been like oh what do you want to do do you want to do this do you want to do that and that was one of the sports that example, for example, that happened. And it was hockey. My brother started playing hockey mm. a lot younger than I did. And they never signed me up for it or never forced me into it because I never apparently showed interest. So they were Burn. like, and then yeah. later on, I was like, I won't play hockey. And they're like, you sure you want to play hockey? And I was like, yeah. So I played hockey for like three years. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. And then I went to soccer. And then I'm like, it's just a flip flop almost because I never really found something I could stick with. Because see, I think weird. it really takes for you to try it before you can make a decision. Because you won't really know what you like until you try it, mm-hmm. right? Just like just like I say this all the time, podcasting, I didn't know I was going to be good at podcasting until I actually just started doing it. Well, well, that's one of the things I found with Twitch because, again, like, uh, it's been blowing up recently, mm-hmm. all considering for Twitch. Yeah. Like, viewer standpoint, like, I think I had, like, 17 viewers max mm-hmm. for my last stream, and that's really that's good, really for, good for starting off on Twitch, and it's insane. And I, it's one of those things, it's like, people are saying, like, no, you're actually, like, entertaining. Like, you know mm-hmm. what you're doing. It's like, I'm just just turning on my computer playing a game going being live yourself and just talking yeah and being myself and playing a game where i can interact with like whoever's chatting and still play at a like a pretty good level mm-hmm. and it's just one of those things it's like damn like i never thought like this is actually something like people would enjoy it was more or less something it's like why not do yeah you know it's just one of those things it's like why not do it if i got the computer for it why not i feel like if you have a true passion for something and it's something you're really good at look at like pokemon she was born to be a streamer. You know what I mean? Yeah. PewDiePie, he was born to be a YouTuber. Even though back in the day, it was never heard of. It wasn't exactly. It wasn't a career path like you could say, I want to be this. No, they became that through their passion, mm-hmm. through their interest, what they wanted to do. Yeah. And that's how they found success. Because I feel like if you want to be successful, you got to really love what you want to do. And, and, that, and that's the thing. What, what I'm doing currently is like, I don't have any sort of like donations or anything set up. I mm-hmm. don't think anyone should be giving me anything like that. There is absolutely no need to give me any sort of money or do the donations. If I get, when I hit affiliate, which I probably will in like my next stream, it's mm-hmm. like, that's fine. If you want to sub, I can't change that, but it mm-hmm. helps the community. Like, yeah, I feel like sure. that's more engaging as like, oh yeah, the first 10 people or whatever, five people that join get founder badge. And it's like, that's something they're going to probably want. They're going to want to be like, oh yeah, I'm a founding subscriber or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things, but it's like the people who want to start off on something don't expect money out of it. And exactly, I think that's what yeah. people don't understand right now. They're chasing the wrong they're, thing. They're, they're chasing money 
instead of chasing something they truly want to do. Mm-hmm. And then that's where it becomes something you're not enjoying anymore. That's how people yeah. lose like their spirit for streaming or YouTube or mm-hmm. content creation, anything like that. If you're looking at it and you're trying to chase money, you're not going to end up feeling the exactly. way you want to feel. Exactly. I'm over here. I'm doing it for fun. So I could, I would love to do this full time. Don't get me wrong. It's not something I'm looking for because obviously I'm still in school. Mm-hmm. This is just more something I'm doing as a side. If it blows up, it blows up. Yeah. But like, honestly, I'm not expecting anything from it. Mm-hmm. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. Because if you want, yeah, if you're chasing the money, you're looking at the wrong thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because anybody that chases the money rather than you're doing it for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go into YouTube and be like, okay, I'm going to be a YouTuber just for money. I just want to use it as my job. Yeah. You're not going to come out with the best content because your heart's not in it. Yeah. Your heart's not in it. Same with streaming. If you're only in there for the money, your heart's not in it. You're not going to produce the best content for exactly. that. Right? And it's like one of those things. And streaming is so like interactive in a sense where it's like it takes a lot out of you too. And I think exactly, people don't expect yeah. that. You're live in front of a camera, in front of people sitting down for however long you stream for, whether it be like a regular eight hour shift essentially or six hours or four hours, whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. It's like, you're sitting there in front of live people. You need to be entertaining and you need to be able to like kind of compose yourself for that whole amount of time. Yeah. And it's like, if that's not something you're good at or not something you can do, then it's like, what do you expect? Exactly. Well, I feel like just anybody, if you really want to try anything, go ahead and try it. Because you won't find out until you do. And and, and that's, a, that's a good point, too. It's like, I feel like too many people are scared of failure. Yeah, so many people. S- way too scared of failure. I'm over here like, I- I'm going to stream. I don't care if I fail because I'm not expecting anything from it. Mm. One, one thing I like to say is, one thing I keep my model is like, have high hopes for something, but low expectations. Mm. Don't expect anything to happen. Be like, oh, yeah, I'd love to do this. Mm-hmm. But I don't expect it to happen. That way you're going to be more inter- like more embedded into what you're doing yeah. because you're going to want to do it and you have the hopes, but you're not expecting anything. So when it doesn't, when it falls through, for example, like mm-hmm. say I go and post YouTube videos and I post YouTube videos for like whatever amount of time and nothing ever happens. I'll be like, eh, I did it anyway. Yeah, I, you can't can let anything happen, drop you. But I, I didn't expect it to happen. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that really helps with a lot of people's mindset because when you don't have expect- expectations for anything it makes everything so much sweeter. Mm -hmm. Like I've been so like, again, no expectation. I've been so shocked with growth and how fast Mm -hmm. it's been happening. And it's all thanks to jumpers discord, by the way, (laughs) shout out jumpers discord. If y'all are in and y'all know, honestly, all those guys in there are great. Like they're, they're amazing people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the great things about what you've built so far. That's what I love the most is our community. You guys have an amazing community right Mm -hmm. now. Me being, I see that shit all the time. Cause whenever I'm in there and I'm admin, I'm doing my thing, whether I'm just like in another discord, call just kind of keeping tabs on the other one mm-hmm. i always see there's always people in there yeah and there's regulars and then there's new people and then there's all this other stuff and it's like wow like i never expected something like this to happen right like, yeah it was one of those things that you guys just started like hey i'm gonna start a podcast yeah. <laughs> and then now i'm looking out i'm moderator for discord that's got like three plus thousand people and you guys got a youtube <laughs> channel of basically half or a quarter of a mil i'm like holy i know shit, it's crazy it's, it's crazy it's and insane it i feel like it's so important down that i have this community i'm really gonna hold it close you know what i mean i'm gonna interact with my yeah. my supporters because i feel like that's what's missing with a lot of content creators sometimes they don't even interact they don't even talk to the people mm-hmm. that, that look up to them yeah they no. don't give them the advice that they need or they don't mm-hmm. they don't they're not reading the comments like i do exactly you know I mean? and i feel like that's what i really want to do f- my whole career i'm gonna make sure I had that one-to-one kind of connection with my fans, with my supporters. It means the most to me to see them prosper, to see yeah. them take something out of what I'm I'm creating. 
know what I mean? Yeah, no, and, and it's true. It's one of those things that's where it's like, sure, you got all these big YouTubers and stuff. Someone even, like, um, an example who kind of, who I love, I still love this guy, but mm-hmm. YouTuber who kind of just left his community was um, CNANners. I don't know if you know who that is. Oh, I, I think I heard of him. But he, him, yeah. he, what happened was, is he just was losing his mindset. He was in, mm. like, a sad state. He was losing a lot of money because he had a bad spending habit. And essentially, he just left. YouTube mm. complete said nothing. He went yeah. off the grid, essentially. He left for four years. He's back now, mm-hmm. which is surprising. Like, he actually came back to his channel, and he announced, like, what happened. And it was just one of those things. It's like, how can you do that, too? Because he had, what, like, four million at the time? He left He left and all he this four years. Four yeah. million people wondering what happened. Yeah. And it's like, I understand that you might be not in the right mindset, but it's like, a lot of people, like, even me, They're he used to post to daily mm-hmm. videos. I would love to watch those. I come home from school back in elementary, and I'd watch every single one of those videos yeah. whenever they got posted because I found them hilarious. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those things. It's like, wow, it's like, that can happen. And it's like, it has a lot of how impact. do you lose yeah. touch with so many people that are keeping up to date with you? I know. It's, it's, it's one of those things. It's sad, but like, Obviously, there's other things that, there, there that, are, that take into part of that. But, yeah. you know, you always got to look to the bright side of mm-hmm. it. You got to look to the bright side of it. He had his run. You know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. able to inspire those people that watch him for yeah. the time being, exactly. which is amazing still. Which right? And yeah, and, and that's one of the things I find about YouTube, Twitch, anything where you're promoting yourself and doing videos and stuff. Honestly, and it's one thing that people misconceive about it. It's never forever. It's never going to be something forever. So as long as you can build a name and get some sort of background to who you are, you'll be fine, but don't expect to do YouTube, for example, mm. for the next 40 plus years until mm. you retire. If you want to do it forever, you got to have a plan. You got to have a plan where you're going to do this, then this, then this, then this. Mm. It's you, never just going to be one thing the same. Yeah. You always have to revamp. You always got to look at new ideas, new different creative exactly. aspects in your content. Like maybe I want to do this instead. Maybe I want to make movies instead. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want to go out, make vlogs, whatever, right? And as long as you're constantly evolving your brand, you're evolving yourself. You're always getting, you're going to get better. Yeah, no, and, and that's true. But like example, look what happened to Ninja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninja, this huge, huge following base had like 270,000 subscribers at one point, by mm-hmm. the way, which are $5 each. Crazy. It's a lot of people lot at of money. one time that gave him money for one month. That was one month of time. Mm-hmm. So it's insane. And then you go back and look and look at him now. And it's like. He really kind of dropped off, and that's because he was kind of sticking with. He's the sticking Fortnite. to the same thing, he yeah. Was, and then he switched over to Mixer and changed his community up. And sure, he got a payout for Mixer. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong; like I got paid a lot of money for that. But at the same time, it's like I'm over here thinking to myself: if I was ever in that position, it's like why would I want to lose what I have and what I built mm. at the same time? Why would I change? It's, where it's I'm like coming? a trade off for more money, it, and it, that's where exactly. it gets lost. That's and where that's it gets what, lost. That's what that goes back to the original point. If you're looking for money, yeah. it's, you're gonna get burned out, mm-hmm. or you're not going to truly have the same view of your followers exactly, and subscribers yeah, yeah. as other people do. And, yeah. and, and I think that's just what happens. People get mixed up. They see the money they're making. They go, oh my God, mm-hmm. this is like more than enough for me. And then they get all wrapped up in it. Like, what if I can make more? They lose sight. They exactly. lose sight of it. Yeah. But I think that's a good note to end it off. We'll end it there. We're running okay. out of time. Sounds good. But yeah, thanks for coming out, Brandon. Yeah, no problem, Appreciate Carlos. it so much. Thank you so much. No, thank you for um, having me. If you guys want to join the Discord, links in the bio. We always talking in there. If yeah, y'all want to no. hang out, y'all want to play Minecraft me, with us, Gavin, whatever. Carlos, we pop in there. We're always chilling. We're always vibing. So it's definitely something if you guys want to kind of interact with us, even post your theories. We yeah, have a theory yeah, section. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys want something that wants to get noticed or maybe even want to try to get us to talk about go for it mm-hmm. shoot it in there you'll you'll he'll get noticed yeah i'm telling you so check out brandon he's streaming on on twitch yeah yeah on and twitch. yeah i'll link that in the bio 
All right, okay. jumpers jump out. <laughs>